Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the hump day edition of the Donna and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with producer Holly Roberts. For hour one of the show. Woo! Today is the day that we play Whose Voice Is It Anyway? That comes up at 1130. Don't forget to tune in for that. That's really fun to play along to. It is very fun. You, you've you won that game more times than I. Often out of strategy, not because I know the voice. Yeah, there is a lot of strategy of how who wants to be the aggressor, who wants to try to actually identify the voice as opposed to just getting the other person to get all braggadocious and say, fine, I can name that voice in three seconds. Right. And now they're really up against it. And so you get to steal points when the other person gets it wrong. We'll do that at 1130. At 10.30 today, we will play our Emmy-winning game. It's called the College Pop Culture Knowledge. And we play it every day at 10.30. It's all sorts of fun. We hope that you play along with us. Uh, We'll get to some Vanna White news here in a moment. But first, let me uh, read you an email, Donna. I'm scared. No, this one you'll like. This one is from uh, Kelly. Of course, people are still talking about the now known as the avocado incident um, in Donna's Donna's purse. You're giving it away. Donna, it's been two days. This is we've we've gone through the peak of the video viewing. It's okay. I didn't just ruin. Okay. You know, Inception. All right. Well, I was going to say there are movies that have been out for two months and still don't want to give it away. Give it away. When were you planning to make it okay to give it away? Never. Donna. What? People want to talk about it now. It's been out. People know. All right. Donna had an avocado in the bottom of her giant A purse. (laughs) Half, (laughs) Half opened, unwrapped. I found it while we were shooting a video on Monday. People have been loving this. Here is a uh, an email from Kelly. Love the video of Donna's bag. Funny story. A group of friends and I were eating at a uh, at the restaurant in a new high V. This was before that restaurant was Wahlburger. Anyway, somebody ordered a club sandwich, and when they got their food, they thought that the sandwich would be great with an avocado. A light bulb went off in my head, and I pulled a whole unopened avocado out of my purse. (laughs) Oh, my God. At least it was unopened. It was unopened, which is much better. But still, the absurdity of like, oh, my gosh, this would be so good with an avocado. Excuse me. (laughs) Pulls out. We bust out in laughter. We proceeded to uh, split the avocado to all that would like some. You see, my bag was large, and often I'd just chuck anything in there for work, like my lunch, shoes, iPad, laptop. I've been teased about it ever since. I've been even known for having a piece of fried chicken in a baggie, too. Love you long time, Clon Clon. A piece of fried chicken. Yeah, I mean, you know, you bring your lunch in. You forget to take it out of your purse and put it in the fridge. You might run into a cat on the street. You don't know. They want some chicken. You ever put shoes in your bag? Clearly I have, because in the comments it was like, remember the time Donna had a slice of cheese in her purse no shoes <laughs> oh i think you said shoes. cheese. sorry sorry i have my invisalign in. sorry oh, I you said shoes um yeah sure like sneakers for the gym because then that gets really every time i even put my my 
sneakers into a gym bag, I'm like, okay, I should probably, I should have these sold down. Right, so you don't get your stuff dirty. Yeah, but uh, but now I'm thinking if you got a bunch of unopened food and crap inside of your bag, plus your dirty tennis shoes, mm-hmm. yeah. I, bet, I bet you're a lot more germy than you think. This bag has never had shoes in it. Thank you. Oh, the big red Timu bag? Correct. Not yet, because it's still your new bag. It's like when you get new shoes and they haven't been scuffed yet. That's right. I'll wear them out on Friday. Right, or I won't wear them out ever, only to the gym. That's right. Until the one day when you do, and you're like, oh, why did I do that? It's a whole situation. Anyway, thank you for the emails and all the lovely comments. (laughs) You guys are the best. Uh, We got news on Vanna White. She's sticking around. Which is great. She has, uh, apparently, we don't know the details of this, but she's gotten a raise and a contract extension to stay on Wheel of Fortune, in case you forgot or missed it when it came out months ago. Pat Sajak is heading into his final year of Wheel of Fortune. He announced that he is leaving. Ryan Seacrest is the heir apparent. He's been uh, named the upcoming host, which will start in the fall of 2024. Okay. So like a year from now. Right. Pat's got his final farewell season. Some people wondered, is Vanna going to leave at the same time Pat will? Will she stick around or I not? I bet she'll leave. No, she's staying. This is oh, it. She she's is, staying she's, beyond she's, Pat She's staying leaving. beyond it. She did a contract extension, which will run her through the 2025-2026 oh, okay. season, uh, which will take her two years into Ryan Seacrest's run as the host. And then... Um, we know that she got a raise. She had been making, apparently, if this is to be believed, $3 million for the last 18 years. Yeah, that's not cool. That, I, mean, I mean, 18 Doesn't your lawyer years? just go in and say, look, even inflation. Give me a, right. give me a 4% raise on that alone. Absolutely. Now. Yes. And she is synonymous with the Wheel of Fortune. Of course. Yeah. Um, wow. She needs no. a better agent. She needs to call Irv. That's what I would say. She's got to get someone in there going just like, how. it's sort of shocking that her agent hasn't gotten her Agreed. a raise yeah. in 18 years on a successful money-making show syndicated everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She Unless she's getting stuff on the back end. That she's okay with, but girl, go get your money. Or, I don't know, you know, the other way of thinking, it depends on how you enter a contract negotiation. Do you think of it purely as the work that you do? Because if so, you think, what a dream job. I work 35 days a year, I spin letters, now I just touch them, and I'm getting $3 million a year. Glory be. Sure. That's the wrong way of looking at it. That is a way of looking at it. Right. Um, But the, the flip side of that would be, like you mentioned, what is my cachet to the show? Right. How much money does the show make? How much are we generating? It's, right. all, it's, it's never just about the task you do. It's about the industry that you're in and the money that is being generated on account of you being a right. part of said industry. Yeah. They're making a lot of money off of her and Pat, and that should be reflected in her pay. Thank you. Should we go in and demand raises today? I feel kind of like I'm we got our mojo like maybe right we now. should, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should we be like, we'll, we're going to walk? Yeah. Maybe not today. And maybe. not walk away from the job. We'll, we're we're going to go walk gonna it walk off. We're just going to walk down the hall. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Back, Back to our to desk. Those, yeah. And do our work at the agreed upon <laughs> price. But you know what I mean. Anyway, power to Vanna White. Yeah, that's exciting. Uh, but they, And then I wonder if they'll work on a, a strategy. Do you think she's going to want to stay on much past the 2026 season? Probably not. I wouldn't. Why would you? Go go have fun. Go work with charities. Go do... And go, then she go could, garden. She could baton toss to 
Maggie Sajak. Who is staying on as social media person, right? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. I read an article, a uh, very brief article on on um, Ryan Seacrest saying that, yes, he is very nervous. Very nervous. Because he's replacing somebody who's legendary. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he said he's known Vanna for a long time, so he's very excited to work with her. But yes, if you're wondering, he is very nervous. Oh. I get it. Stars, they're just like they're us, just right? Like us. I'm telling you. Anyway, we got to go. When we come back, I have a, a story about a cat. Oh. And rarely do I bring a feline story. This is true. But this is a story about a cat who kind of went missing. And now there's a custody battle about the cat. I'll explain what happened and then we'll get Donna's opinion. Who should have the cat? That when we come back, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hello there. I'm Donna Valentine, a proud member of Spire Credit Union, where they have got loans to borrow for any purpose. You should become a member. They're great. Spire finances new or used vehicles. They make the process easy. They get the loans done fast. They've got low rates to get you more car for your money. Remember, you don't have to finance through the dealer. In fact, I should mention that Spire also offers extended warranty plans with better coverage and at a lower cost than a lot of the dealers. And listen to this. Spire has an auto refinance guarantee. That means Spire guarantees to beat your non-Spire auto loan rate, or they'll just pony up 50 bucks. All you got to do is ask a Spire rep for more information on that. Spire's been in the uh, people helping people business since the 1930s. They've got 22 branches in the metro and in Minnesota. The nearest uh, or the newest location is in Golden Valley, just off of 394. You can find out more today by going to myspire.com. Spire is insured by NCUA, an equal housing opportunity lender. Which Good morning, welcome back. Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Ah, sorry, that was stupid. I've never done that. Now I wish I hadn't. Oh, it's no stupider than anything else you do. Huh? What? It's uh, Steve Patterson. Off to Donna Valentine. This is how we'll fill segments. You welcome us back. Yep. I'll say something dumb. Okay. And then I'll reset, return serve, a la pickleball, a la project down and dirty, hashtag plug. And then I'll say who I am again and then who you are. And we can do that every segment. And probably by the end of the week, you put it all together, we won't have to prep like a segment or a segment and a half if we stretch it out long enough. Oh, sure. Okay. You know what would be fun? No one will ever let us do it because no one wants to have fun anymore. It would be fun to come in. I said this before at Twin Cities Live, and it got overruled. To do a show where zero is prepped, nothing. That would not be fun. Sure, it would be fun. It would for be you, very fun. Not for the listener. No, oh, they would love it. <laughs> <laughs> he said confidently. You know, and the, or what they could then do is each segment. You here's fun. You ready for fun, Donna? Sure. Are you? Because I know you're having email problems, and that gets you moody sometimes. I'll stop looking at email. Are you in yet? It's that damn authenticator thing. It's like what? Leave me alone. I mean, how many times do I have to put in a number or tell you how many bicycles I see? All right. (laughs) She's just trying to get under email, guys. That's all. It's fine. How about this? We promote it. We make it a thing. This upcoming blank day, Friday, 
not this Friday, but some Friday. It's a it's a fishbowl episode of Donna and Steve. Every segment, there are a variety of topics in there. We pull from the fishbowl each and every segment. Find out what we're talking about after the break. Boom, we go into the fishbowl. Oh, it is blank. Maybe it's an entertainment topic. Maybe it's a lifestyle topic, whatever. But then there's no previous research done. Oh. And then it's just front. Boom. Here's what you got. Now go. I'd be open to that. It's not unlike every other day on our show. (laughs) (laughs) No, our difference is we have a difference. We plan the show and then we often abandon said plan or get derailed. Correct. Because it's a living breathing organism this show now man we're in the now oh sorry for being present like every freaking self-help guru tells us to be my bad gandhi (laughs) (sighs) okay now i have a cat story okay who should get custody of this cat i have a feeling i know where this is going all right back in 2013 there was a woman in wichita kansas named carol holmes And she adopted a black and white cat and named him Bob. A year later. Good name, by the way. Bob! Bob wandered off. Vanished. Now, almost a decade later, Bob just turned up. Mm. 1,200 miles away. Oh, no. I'm going to have to get this. I'm just kidding. It's not often you even hear phones ring anymore. A decade later, Bob turned up 1,200 miles away in North Carolina. Wait, where did he originate? Kansas. Kansas, North Carolina. I mean, anyone. Growing up in Kansas, you're trying to get the hell out of Kansas, aren't you? I don't know what I think. His name is Maui now. Mm. Turns out, a different woman in Kansas named Alexander Strait found him back in 2013 when he went missing. Took him in thinking he was a stray and brought him with her when she moved to the East Coast. He got scooped up a few weeks ago after someone else saw him walking around and thought he was a stray again. And a microchip showed he was registered to the original. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh-oh. Carol in Kansas. Oh my So gosh. now there is a good old-fashioned custody battle going on feline edition. Some people think Kansas Carol should get them back. Others think North Carolina Alexandra should get to keep him because she's had him a lot longer at this point. But this week, the shelter that's been holding on to him said they talked with their county attorney's office and they're sending him back, back to Carol to Kansas. Okay, this is I very don't know how to feel about this. You know what this reminds me of? And this is going like real extreme. Can I there. go? Can I guess? Yes. The end of Castaway. No. Okay. But not bad. Okay. There was a case, a child custody case, many years ago when I was in college in Hackensack, New Jersey, in the courthouse. There was a woman named, I think, Mary Beth Whitehead. She 
had given up her baby for adoption. The baby had been with this other family for two years, only knew the new family, the adoptive family as her parents, Mm -hmm. and then got sent back to her birth mother. Baby was not happy. Mm. It just kind of reminds me like, huh? First of all, the the second person with the cat should have probably checked for a chip. That would have been the first thing I would have done. But, you know, you don't know what you don't know. I, I don't know that everyone would assume. I bet you there's a little these SD days. card in this cat. These days, I think. These days, I think more would. But I think we're overestimating okay. people's understanding of that. Especially then a decade ago. I decade think ago. maybe the original owner should say, oh, my gosh, this woman took my cat in. Cat knows this woman as my as its person. Mm-hmm. I should be grateful. Give it snuggles, say hello, and then She's, send it on I its mean, way. That, uh, the second woman has developed a bond that lasted a decade. The other right. woman only had her for a year. And she basically saved the cat. Right. Yeah, I think I would go with the second person. Reminds me of Castaway because Tom Hanks survives, gets back, goes to his home after everyone assumes he's dead and gone. And knock, she's knock. Moved on. Her new husband opens the door. I mean, that was a pulverizing final blow of Was he in his underwear? That would have been a better ending. No, Donna. (laughs) Don't try to turn the screw. Jeez, Louise. Okay, uh, let me ask you this. Uh, How long was Tom Hanks away? I don't know. His character? A long time. 20 years? Not 20 years. Six? I don't know. I think it was maybe a couple. I think you're presumed dead after a certain period of time. But then shouldn't she be like, oh my gosh, my old husband. My old husband. The good news is, regarding the cat custody, you know that cat doesn't give a single dang about where it lives. (laughs) I think Because cat. No, cats are very territorial and they like their space. But they don't like their people. We gotta go. All right. Be right back. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Dancing with my husband. Oh, we bet Sherry news at 10 o'clock. Wow, he's so cool. He's really, he's making a mark. I mean, he's marketing, he's hustling. He is someone who probably doesn't need to hustle as much as he hustles. He is hustling. Yes, he is. He understands that's part of the game. It's not just when you're on stage. It's not just when you're in the studio. He's hitting it hard. What? You know, I was. Uh, I'll save it. I'll save no, it. I'll save it when we talk about Ed Sheeran. Okay. Hey, by the way, we just found out that we got a budget for our outfit for Project Down and Dirty Pickleball. Hey, Holly, was that number per person or per team? My interpretation of it was that it was per team. Okay. That's right. okay. That's we can so, work with that. Right. We can work with yeah, that. Yeah, we can make it work. Well, oh, someone's yeah, going to dollars? I mean, come on. Donna, don't do that. Okay, sorry. But Donna even found some discount sneakers. Yeah, I think I need to go up a half a size, though. Because you know how when you're moving around, you're working out, like things swell. Your feet will probably swell. Did so you they're purchase shoes yesterday? I had them in my cart ready to go and i put them back in a physical store in a physical store 
But if you were walking store. in these shoes, they would have fit you. Yeah, they fit, but I feel like I need a little more toe room. What size dogs are we working with down Nine. There? I think I have to go to a nine and a half. That's interesting. I would think you would want it fitting well. You don't. But is your toe pushing against the front? A little bit. Okay. A little bit. What's the situation with your toenails currently? Uh, normal. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Not lengthy. I'm just finding out no. if maybe it was just the nail that was. No, it's it's nail. a toe sitch. Okay. And it, it's also the time of the day. Like if you're trying on shoes at two in the afternoon, they're going to fit differently than they do in the morning. Your feet swell throughout the day. I don't know that they get longer, though. I'd like to... How about puffier? That's why you need some compression socks, Donna. Oh, I got to get some of those, Holly. Oh, I could wear those with my outfit. Funny that you say that. I was at Lifetime this morning, and I look, and I go to... Like, I'm in their little cafe to get a protein drink, and I look, and they have this full little kiosk of pickleball stuff. And I see these pickleball rackets for 99 bucks. Now that's a racket. Oh my God. I've got some for 10. Honest to goodness. (laughs) Anyway, I'm sure that's like, you know, 14 millimeter bounce back and curvature. I take three ping pong paddles together. It's fine. (laughs) That's right. We'll be fine. Anyway, then below it were compression socks. Yeah. Holly wears them every day. That's right, baby. I was looking at some the other day. (laughs) So what's going on when you wear a compression sock? It compresses. As it socks. <laughs> it does it all at the same <laughs> yeah. time. Right. It's like protecting your veins, right? Yeah, it, yeah, it helps circulation in your feet because when your feet get swollen, that means that the, the circulation of the blood is not... It is not good. Is not For op- your heart. Yeah, it's not optimal. And so the, the, if you got the ham feet, yeah. this will, you know... It's a ham feet. Yeah. Look, <laughs> ham feet's a thing. Is it's it? not a medical condition, but I'm making it one. Okay. And that's okay. just when the foot gets thick. Like a hawk of ham? Yep, that's right, baby. Okay. Yep. So, but still, I think you should go up a half a size with your sneakers. Oh, okay. okay. I've yeah. been fitted before. And I feel like sneakers are the essential portion of the outfit because we got to protect our ankles and we got to mm-hmm. protect our joints. Yes. Yes. And they're a special pickleball core shoes. Not because, doing that. Because, well, because you move left. Donna, I care about you. Okay, but I think that's a big investment. Hear Holly I think out. they're expensive. Okay. Just hear her out. Yes. Go ahead, Holly. I just care about when you move left to right, front to back. I say this because, you know, I'm making an assumption that none of us here have really played pickleball Mm -hmm. that much. And we're not regulars. Right. It's true. And I say this because back in the day, back in the day, my dad played racquetball Mm -hmm. with his buddies. He wasn't wasn't a regular racquetball player. He gets on the court. Guess what happens? Mm -mm. An Aaron Rodgers. No, Achilles. Achilles snaps in half. Oh, no. He has to have surgery. He's out of work for months. I'm just saying. I just sorry. I'm looking $170 for a pair of shoes. Oh, come on, You can find probably some that are a little more pregnant. Can I just get like court shoes or tennis shoes? You know what I think I'm going to do? I think the whole pickle, like labeling it pickleball shoes is like. There's a marketing element to it. Yeah, it's like saying that you're having a party and then they upcharge you when you tell them that's a wedding. Right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think I might get ankle braces. Oh. I have weak ankles. Oh. And I just need to be public about that. I have weak ankles. I went I had like many ankle sprains in high school. Um mm, and yeah, I've it, had a broken ankle. Oh, Tommy Topper, everybody. Nice to have you here. <laughs> Thank you for having me. 
So I, I want to shore those up. So I might get a couple ankle braces just to tighten things up, lessen the chance of me rolling something. Um, okay. But well, I'm excited. listen, I'm not going to work that hard, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm going to get that shot and take a chance on breaking a hip. No. I'll be like, oh, well, Come point on. for the other team. On, uh, do you know the other teams have practiced? Lojay has practiced, and I just saw Dawn, uh, I'm basing this off of an Instagram meme or gif or story or something that she put out there, and she was like, me and pickleball, and it was a funny little thing, but I thought, oh, I bet she's played. We're the only ones who haven't. I'm ready when you are. Can't do today, (laughs) but I could help you out tomorrow. Uh, Tomorrow's bad. How about Friday? Uh, Oh, no, Friday's worse. How about Sunday? Very bad. Okay. Mm, well, if you're not going to put in the effort, week. then why would I? I have already done some pickleballing. I just, I just, um, I've already played a little. I understand. I think some of the generals. I thought you said your friend Peggy or Mary or, or Henrietta was going to take you out and teach you how to play. At a, at a court near your house. I have a very nice court near my house. Well, then get... Do it. It's beautiful. I didn't even know that park was there, and I've lived here for 12 years. Do any of your friends play on your cul-de-sac? Not really, no. No. I'll <sighs> figure it out. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's fine. Um, a little more news on Disney's announcement yesterday that they, during the next decade, are going to commit $60 billion to their parks, to their theme parks, and to their cruise ships. As well, they decided that they are going to be investing a lot of money. That $60 billion sounds like a crazy number, and it is. And I believe it would double what they had spent in the previous 10 years. And they have just decided, and they, they had this meeting yesterday at Walt Disney World Resort. It was Bob Iger. Josh DeMauro is Disney's head of parks, theme parks. Okay. Anyway, they met there with investors to say, hey, here's what we're going to do. We're about to spend a lot of money, but we're going to spend it in a place where we will see a return. They are still, Disney is still losing money on Disney Plus, and I don't know that they have a path to profitability just yet at this point. (laughs) They've spent so much money there. They spent a ton of money, and I don't know that it's benefited the company yet. When they acquired Fox, they acquired Fox, they buy all these properties, I don't know that that's benefited Disney in any particular way, mm-hmm. but it was a ton of money that lost the company a lot of money, so they invest there. With parks, they I guess they found out that when they, in, in super layman's terms, when they spend money and invest in the parks, they make more. They just always yeah, see an ROI. Sure. Okay, but that can... doesn't happen always with movies. It doesn't happen with streaming. Parks, theme parks is where Disney makes hand over fist all the time. And now they have these other parks that are popping up and that are getting bigger and better and they're finishing projects really quickly. So they've said there's not uh, critics of Disney have said you'll walk around Disney. Like think of how long Epcot. If you've been to Epcot anytime in the last five years, you saw it all boarded up and they're just starting to take these boards down this year and they're finishing things that they've been working on forever. But you think this is Disney. Why is so much under construction? And I get it. Walt Disney said when he was still living, these parks will never be finished because at Imagineering, they're always thinking up the next great thing. That is true, but also they have dragged their feet uh, the last few years with finishing 
projects and they've talked about starting projects and then nothing comes of it. So yesterday's announcement of we are going to commit $60 billion has fans of Disney parks excited. Do they have more acreage Great than question. they're using? They actually have a thousand more acres currently that is on Disney property, which means, and this isn't just their American parks, but they have different Disney locations right. throughout the world. They in total have a thousand acres, which is the equivalent of seven more Disneyland's. Wow. So they wow. have room to grow. They just floated an idea last week at D23, this fan expo, uh, this Disney fan expo, floated this idea of uh, creating a new world behind, like, um, as you would call it, Frontierland mm. in Disney, where they want to build out and maybe have some stuff for Encanto. Uh, yesterday they floated the idea of wouldn't it be cool if you could, like, enter Wakanda, the land from Black Panther Oh, my movies. God, that would be so cool. Now, these are just ideas that they're floating out there. They weren't, like, revealing hard and fast plans for it. But to go public with the investors is makes it seem like they're really going to do it. So, again, critics of Disney World, and I love Disney World, but um, critics of it say, like, you can go there and see just all these little things where it's like, why didn't they finish that project? Why didn't they upkeep that wall? You know, the Disney magic is like everything looks put together. Right. Like, you know, you're not supposed to know that things are boarded up, right? Right. Disney that we know would create something to hide that wall right or the boarded up whatever section and they do sometimes when they hide it in fact somebody was mentioning like there's a wall uh going into goodness tomorrowland at disneyland i think and it was they were like we're going to reimagine this and fix this and blah 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 and it's going to start with these planters they didn't even finish that basic like intro project and then they just put up this go away green is what they call it in Imagineering, this go-away green plywood wall that is painted, and it's this green color that your eye doesn't see a ton. It's the same color that they use for all of their garbage cans at Disney mm. properties. Go-away green, so it just blends in. Right. Sides of buildings are painted <sighs> that color. So anyway, right. they're apparently going into overdrive. The next decade, we should see some big steps forward with Disney parks and Disney cruises. What about the, um, the d- big Disney attraction that failed? Kind of, right? It was... That Star Cruiser hotel? Yes, yes, yes. We're hoping that they have learned from that mistake because that did not go well. They haven't mentioned any specific plans for that land or that building. So they just abandoned that? At the moment. Whoa. Some people are like, just keep it as a Star Wars hotel. Don't make us stay there for three days on land. And you feel like they would be able to generate income from that. Absolutely. We'll see. Okay. Anyway. All right. Thank you. When we come back, if you see something, you should say something. Uh, Should we be putting garlic in our toilets? I keep seeing this online and I think I'm going to try it. I'll tell you what the internet says it can do and see something, say something. That's next. Good morning. Welcome back. It's us, Donna and Steve. How you doing? Thank you for listening. This is my talk 1071, where talk is fun. Holly Roberts is with us too. Howdy. Howdy. One more segment. Let's do it. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. 
the video of Donna <laughs> getting the avocado out of her bag. Oh, my God. Now has 145,000 views on TikTok. That's enjoyable oh, that's for me fun. to know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Donna. What a journey, this am I right? How, this is how you're going to go national, sister. It's going to be because of all of these dirty personal habits that you have. <laughs> and they're finally going to pay off. Oh, my God. This is how you're going to go national. By the way, I just said Bradley was in here when Q-Dog, our social media guy, was telling us that. Yeah. And we were like, oh, so like all told, we're, we're like, uh, that's it around a quarter of a million views. And I said to Donna, hey, if we hit that 250,000, that's when our social media bonus kicks in, a buck of you. <laughs> I love Bradley it. Bradley said, I almost crapped my pants. <laughs> and then threw and, it. Yeah, and then threw it at you. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we were kidding. We don't have that. It's a joke. Although we should. Donna! Probably, okay. Don't see. This is what's going to happen. I'm just saying it's probably a good idea. All right. I just want to Let's uh, see things and say things. Shan't we? Yeah. Did we already do that? I hit it, yes. I did, did you already play it? Yes, we actually sang, come on and party tonight. You guys had a nice run. I sang it? Yes, you did. So this is a frightening moment for me. Yeah. You can't make fun of me anymore. Donna, this feels like something you would do accidentally. Should you put garlic in your toilet? There's a viral hack that says perhaps you should. Hmm. It's going around. It says put a clove of garlic in your toilet at night. Peel one clove. Drop it in the bowl. Okay. Let it soak. You're supposed to do this twice a week. Now, not everybody loves the scent of garlic, obviously, but... Well, especially not in the toilet. They say How are that... are vampires supposed to go to the bathroom? That it's a bonus is that it actually keeps them away as well and heading into this Halloween season. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to help with lingering bathroom smells, which, Donna, you've long complained of. <laughs> now, you can supposedly uh, also crush up a few cloves, make garlic tea and dump that in there to help with the yellow stains... As well, some people think it's a waste of garlic and maybe you just need to clean your toilet more often. But I guess that means that there is something that is happening when the clove of garlic sits there. And I don't want it emitting a giant garlic scent. But if there is a two negatives make a positive, right? We learned that in math class. Sure. If the smell of garlic meets up with the smell of other just longstanding residue in your bathroom and it turns it into a positive it neutralizes it somehow why don't you try it and let us know how it goes i have a fragrance system right now that i'm testing in my home and i'd rather not enter garlic in but i thought actually your house might be good for it (laughs) because it can only go up right let's give it a shot Uh, you have garlic at home right now i do of course you know what i but i have minced garlic that i got from costco and it's a jar about (laughs) i mean it's a costco size it's like you got it from a for a commercial kitchen Yes, and that was not the best move. However, those little bottles of minced garlic, yes. very expensive. So That's I'll just share. If you want some they garlic. It. They've done the work for you. You have to pay for that. Right. Convenience. Would you like some minced garlic? Uh, not at this time. Okay. But thank you for asking. You bet. I, the first time that I tried cooking, I used to watch Emeril Lagasse. God rest his soul. Bam, still alive. Oh, good, good. Um, I would watch Emeril, and I was like, I'm going to make one of these pasta dishes. So oh, I, I go online, and I look up a pasta dish of like an Emeril Lagasse recipe. I pour myself some red wine. 
I put Frank bleeping Sinatra on in the background. The mm-hmm. mood is set. Oh, wow. At the time, I didn't have a job. Lou did. And I was like, I'll have dinner prepared for her when she gets home. And Aww. full disclosure, for my father-in-law, who we were living with at the time, what a way to start a marriage. They get home. I get to this point in the recipe, and it says two cloves of garlic. And I'm like, all right. And I just think, boy, for this amount of pasta, this feels like a lot of garlic. That's because I did not know what a clove was versus what a bulb was. Oh, bless your heart. So okay, I put so, in two bulbs. So wait a second, garlic. wait a second, wait a second. <laughs> I have to look this up. Did you throw in an entire... Two. So wait, when you say... A bulb <sighs> is... A bulb of garlic has a bunch of cloves in it, the little individual slivers, like a, like an orange. Okay, so you threw in... Hold on, coming up. Like an entire... Yeah. Okay, so it yeah. comes like in a little them, sack. them, you know, got like that little outer layer off. But you put in... Two of those. Two full things. That's correct. Holy cow. But here's the real plot twist, my friends. It actually didn't turn out to be overly garlicky, and here's why. Okay. Because when you just drop it in as a bulb, the more uni- the more original state it stays, the less flavor that is emitted. Oh, okay, that's good. So when you mince garlic, you're getting more. Even if you split a clove of garlic, more of the flavor is going to come out. But when you just drop in two bulbs... It actually doesn't emit a ton of garlic, surprisingly. So it wastes garlic. Right. How'd the dish come out? Pretty good. It was like a white sauce uh, pasta. And, ah. But we still laugh about it. My father-in-law still just thinks it's so funny that I did not know what that meant. And that I dropped those in. Plop, plop. All right. What's next, Emerald? Bam. <laughs> nice. All right. Congratulations. I'd like it if you made me pasta one of these days. Why? Because I would love to eat it. It would be a good exercise of selflessness for you. (laughs) You know, if you made something like, all right, I'm just going to do this just for the good. You could bring it in for everybody, not just me. No, I'm not making pasta for everybody. Oh. Get a job, man. A little selfish, but. Seriously. Um, Okay, so I believe Holly had this in the Dirt dirt Alert earlier, but. my story just disappeared. You want me to do more on garlic? Uh, I'd prefer you didn't. But um looks like Bijou Phillips has filed for divorce from Danny Masterson. This, I mean, I was talking to a friend last night and she's like, what? And I go, why are you surprised by that? I'd be surprised if she didn't. And she said, because she was just so adamant. They're going to stay together forever. I'm like... Dude's going to prison for life. Of course. Well, I mean, not for life. Well, close to what it. What is it? 30 years? Oh, yeah, 30 years. I think he can get out on parole after 25. Well, they're going to appeal it anyway, also. So who knows? But yeah, so she filed for divorce, mm-hmm. made sure that she said that, um, you know, he's a good dad to their kid. But I mean, what else are you going to do? Well, the answer to your question is the other is waited out, but she made a different decision, but I'm just playing devil's advocate. And what else are you going to do? Because that it sounds like is what she was, how she was posturing weeks ago of we're going to, we're going to ride this out. 
Right. So maybe that's why your friend felt surprised. Maybe they were reading some of that stuff. Yeah, I think so. Thank you. I read very little stuff when it comes to any any element of a Hollywood relationship. I wonder why that is. I get too disappointed. Really? Yeah. Aw. None of them work. Uh, 30 years to life. Ms. Phillips has decided to file for uh, from divorce during this unfortunate time. Her priority remains with her daughter. This period has been unimaginably hard on the marriage and the family. Mr. Masterson was always present for Ms. Phillips during her most difficult times of her life and acknowledges that he is a wonderful father to their daughter. So there you go. Sad. Yeah, that's that's what a brutal situation on his wife, on his wife to, you know, to hear these allegations, then to see a conviction happen, to see sentencing. I mean, that is just what a a brutal time for Bijou Phillips. Yeah. Jeez Louise. Now, originally, we were going to lead with that story, and then we were going to go to the lighter story. All right, do you want something light? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Let's see here. Oh, we're just... (laughs) I thought thought you had something (laughs) in the holster. Let's just dance it out. All right, right? we can do that. That's fine. Yeah. Um, Her name is Holly Roberts. She produces the morning show and sticks around for hour one of our show, which we are very appreciative of. She now will head out and we have (laughs) dance it out. Zamboni is coming in next. He's got a dirt alert. And then we got music news. Guess where Ed Sheeran recorded his live album. You'll never guess that next.